Hi, it's Maxim here. In this webinar replay, David Mayer from ScalarUp Holdings will do a review of the business performance. You may be interested to learn that the company creates a variety of sophisticated products and it is not just gumboots. The company has delivered a good return on equity of about 16% and 4% dividend yield. If you want more content of that kind, then make sure you subscribe, hit the like button so you don't miss the next one. But today I'd like to talk about why I think ScalarUp's a good business and becoming a great business. First of all, we have a number of diverse growth opportunities. 80% round figures of our revenue is generated overseas. And we've had a focus on the US market as probably the greatest opportunity on both sides of the business. So ScalarUp is essentially in two kinds of areas. One is the agri-division, which develops food safety, food grade products used mainly in dairy milking. And that's about uh, that, that's backed up by the protein drive that's come out of places like China, for example, for uh, infant formula. And then on the industrial side, very much it's around safe water. So it's keeping good water in, potable water in, keeping bad water in and protected away from good water sources. So it keeps good water in, bad water out, or keeps bad water from contaminating other things. And we've driven the business quite hard over the last five years, focusing on those two things. But fundamentally, it comes down to safe food, safe water. So how do we do that? Well, we have a group of uh, long relationships um, they're called OEMs, so Original Equipment Manufacturers. And we tend to provide the essential critical component of a larger system. So for example, we supply on the agri side, the essential milking liners used to milk cows. We don't do the stainless, unlike Richard and, and some of the other people that provide the stainless, we don't do that. We just ensure that from the time the milk comes out of the cow, it passes through a number of uh, processes. We make sure that the food safety aspects are considered. So that, that, that's an example from the agri and the, and the water from the reservoir all the way through to your shower. And while you're singing in the shower, if you if you happen to open your mouth and swallow some water, we want to make sure that you don't end up with some bacterial infection or something like that. So the way we do that is we provide the seals that ensure water potable water quality. So the way we do that is we work with a very narrow range of materials and we have very deep knowledge about rubber, about silicone and other polymers, but also plastics, engineered plastics. So not commodity type plastics, but engineered plastics. And our skill set is to combine those into creating new products. So a lot of our development work is actually for a product that doesn't exist. We don't generally compete trying to make something that already some other companies uh, provides. And an interesting thing about that process of development, many people see ScalarUp as a manufacturer, and of course they think about red band gumboots, which I'll come to later, but in reality, a lot of the work that we do is about the design element of a new product or a new system. And in doing that, as I said, one of the interesting things is on a scalable, manufacturing process, 80% of the cost structure is set up at the design. So I believe the greatest value for ScalarUp is created in the design process. And uh, we've spent quite a bit of time over the last five years, not only reinforcing that process, but speeding it up. So we've, we've reduced our development time down from on average two years down to less than six months. 
And of course, that is a competitive advantage for us. Just in terms of why is ScatterUp a good business? I mean, I'm a professional investor. I invest in, I've always been interested in shares and things like that. I look for businesses that have strong, sustainable cash flows. So I look really, really hard at cash. So how did we go this last year up to the 30th of June, 2020? We repeated the record result at the net, at the NPAT level, at the net profit after tax level, which I think is fantastic. Of course, we have we have an operation in China, we have an operation in Vietnam, we have operation in um, Italy, the UK, we have three operations, we have um, Australia, of course, New Zealand, the US. So we saw the COVID impacts coming and we saw those really at the end of January starting in China and we've learned from that and implemented a number of health and safety um, really smart ideas and we managed to capture most of those by the time it became a real issue in New Zealand, which is great. Um, so I'm really pleased for the way the team has responded worldwide. And so as part of that, we ended up with a very good result as it turned out. And I, I think uh, ScalarUp is, is known for paying a very good dividend. And as interest rates inevitably lower, it looks like they're gonna be low for a while longer. Um, the yield on the dividend is very good, which gives, of course, investors choice. So just a few thoughts um, from our result. First, we had a record operating cash flow of 48 million in FY20. Our debt is only 10% of the total assets. Um, we have the agility and the ability to make strategic acquisitions. We've only done relatively small ones. It's not that we don't want to do a bigger one. Of course we would, but uh, we tend to do acquisitions that are very aligned to our strategy along the lines that Richard was saying earlier, you've got to stay close to your knitting. So, we're not looking at just buying a business. We want to buy a business that accelerates our entry into a, a section of the market that we're interested in. We've proven that we can withstand shocks, and not only the COVID thing, but we had the earthquakes, um, which affected our large operation in Christchurch, which supplies dairy rubberware, not only to the New Zealand market, but around the world. And again, we were reminded during the COVID thing that we really had to spend some time and effort actually um, doing physical distancing and things like that. But despite that, we've been able to maintain a strong cash flow and pay good dividends to shareholders. And I often refer to our business as a low cap model, despite the large amount we invested in Christchurch to sort of rebuild um, what was at Woolston, 20 buildings into one and things like that. And I'm delighted with the result that it's turned out. Other than that, the model is very much that the OEM customers pay for development. So the way we, we don't have contracts with OEM customers, what we do is we encourage them to pay a development fee. And that means that we don't have to contribute so much capital. On the industrial side, we do quite a bit of manufacturing out of Vietnam and China. The Vietnam operation is a contract manufacturer in that sense, but we control the quality and the inputs and outputs. So on to the next slide. So what has changed at ScalarUp? I think we've always had a strong customer focus, but we're starting to now drive through some of the operational improvements that we expected to get from the investment in the new Wigram facility. And we've started to focus on where we can reduce waste around the sites around the world. And when I say waste, I mean waste along the lines of um, the Japanese view is muda. So waste and process, not just physical waste in that sense. Of course, both are, both are important. Um, I talked about the kind of um, enhanced and faster capability we have on product development in particular. 
and our expertise has led us down the path that um, liquid silicone and silicone heat cured silicone rubber are technologies of the future and black rubber is probably not going to be as important. Having said that, black like most materials, they have their uses. So it's not like black rubber is going to end, it's just that there's a trend towards using more silicone products, particularly for medical applications. Um, one of the things we worked very hard on in the last five years, we used to have some very big one-off sort of um, wins or losses. So we were involved very much in the mining industry and in providing what's called our FlexiFlow product, but also with oil and gas um, mining, oil and gas products and mining products. And what we've done is we've turned that very much more into critical components and things like showers. So some of our key customers, for example, are Moen. So Moen's the largest tapware business in the US. Kohler, you may have heard of Kohler, the shower company. We deal with GEA, D-Laval on the agri side. So we, we tend to deal with very large OEMs. And the good news is they're very strong in their markets and they can afford to pay. So we don't seem to have the same issues around cash flow and getting paid as maybe some other companies are facing at the moment. But um, but look, overall, I think the, the key thing is we've strengthened the team. So the senior leadership team has, has been developed and we now have strong growth prospects going forward. So just so everyone's clear, we pay our dividend this year. The final dividend is paid on the 16th of October. It's for those shareholders on record as of Friday this week and the dividend is 13 cents per share. So you can work out the yield as depending on whether you think in gross or net, it's still over 4.5%, 5%, whatever. So from my point of view as an investor, I think that's a, that's a good business. Just a quick reminder of, um, I've, I've talked about this and I'm conscious of the time. So essentially we build strong and deep customer relationships. We get asked to help them with their new product development. We focus on critical components that are an essential element of a much more complex system. We have a lot of intellectual know-how about the materials, but also how to manufacture from the materials, but the emphasis is very much on the technical teams up front. We have more product opportunities than we can deal with, which is always a great position to be in, and that will drive revenue and earnings growth. And of course, we're looking at acquisitions, and of course, in this climate now, a lot more opportunities are coming our way. So finally, just a couple of thoughts. There's some pictures. Of course, there's a red pan gumboot there. That's what most people think about scalar up. To be honest, that's less than 5% of our total business. But the rest of it around milking, firefighting boots, specialist equipment, we're a large part of that worldwide, the milking process and ensuring safe food. And then on the industrial side, um, we have a minor thing on foam and things like that, but you can see the water processes there all the way through to the kitchen. And so those are some examples of actually what we do. So I think in the, uh, just from a time point of view, I'll stop there and welcome questions. Thank you very much, David. Um, we do have a few questions for you. So the first question is, have China and US trade tensions impacted your supply chain? If so, how have you managed that situation? Um, carefully is probably the answer. <laughs> Sorry, 
Of course, um, we manufacture some products in China and they go to the US. It's mainly our rotary vane vacuum pumps. And we had a, a very uh, severe tariff imposed. So the first thing you do when that happens is you look at, can you increase your prices? We sell at a premium to the two competitors who happen to be domestically based in the US. So the answer is that we couldn't easily recover it from pricing. The other thing we knew from trying to acquire one of those two competitors, even with the 25% tariff, we were still more cost effective than them. And so we thought about our transfer pricing and things like that. But practically, interestingly, the other side of that is for Moen, I mentioned Moen earlier, the largest tapware company, their biggest growth market is, the, is, is China. So there are US, so in, in US they're growing 30%, in China they're growing 70% a year. And we're in a great position to facilitate that. So just strictly from a supply chain point of view, I, I haven't seen a lot of issues. From an end user demand, that's where the challenge is going to come over the next two years, in my view. But other than that, uh, these, these are challenges that all, all experienced international business people deal with. Good question. Mike. Yes, thank you. And um, one, we've probably got time for one more question, um, but there were more. Um, you mentioned acquisitions and new markets. What do you look for in deciding whether an opportunity is likely to bring success? What do I look for in terms of a success? Well, the first thing is it's got to be aligned to our strategy. So we, we acquired a company in the UK recently as an example. It makes silicon tubing. So most rubber tubing for milking is black rubber. We looked around the world and found three, three top companies out of about 13 we examined, we bought their product, we tested it. And interestingly, that was three hours away from our biggest competitor, Avon Milkwright, which again, interestingly, has just been acquired by D. Lavelle. So to us, uh, once we'd identified that was the best company and they, they had the best technology for doing silicon tubing, we wanted to get in there. But what, what made that successful? First, we moved very quickly. We, did, we actually did the deal in less than a month. It's not about the speed of the deal, but the manager that they had there was a very competent manager. And since then, the acquisition has gone extremely well. But I think the first thing is before you worry about acquisitions and being successful, you've, you've got to decide how it fits with your business and can you scale it. The second reason it's very successful is our biggest dairy customer worldwide, GEA, had several suppliers in the US and then one of their silicon tubing suppliers went feral and we saw an immediate fit. The company we acquired, Silclear, was not supplying GEA USA. We have the, the key connection. They're, they're, they're our key OEM, as I said. So you can start to see how that works. And the other thing is, um, I think we paid fair money for a good company, a very good company. I hope you find it useful. Make sure you subscribe hit the like button because more good stuff coming soon. Thank you.